In the modern dating era, unsolicited dick pics are considered especially heinous. On this podcast, the dedicated hosts who recount these dating horror stories are members of an elite duo known as the Dating Dossier. These are our stories. Welcome back to another episode of The Dating Dossier. Happy Thursday, everyone. I know, it's almost the end of the week, even though I know a lot of people had a really short week this week. Yeah, exactly. It was a short week, which I always feel like my short weeks feel like long weeks. Like, they feel longer for some reason. Yeah, because you're, like, trying to make up for that one day that you lost. And it's almost, like, overwhelming, and it's, yeah, no, I understand that. Work was insane today. Oh yeah, today, but I felt like I didn't get anything done because I like couldn't concentrate. So it was, but then I took a nap after work so I could be mentally ready for this because, you know, screw my job. I have to be ready for my podcast. (laughs) Right. I mean, I am being a total trash parent right now. My child like refused to go to sleep earlier tonight. So she is currently upstairs watching Zootopia and falling asleep. So (laughs) she's living her um, best life. I mean, you know. You know, mommy has a second job, basically. Um, <laughs> but those of you new to the podcast, I'm Jessica. And I'm Jillian. <laughs> and this is the dating dossier. Yes. And I'm a trash parent. <laughs> and I am a trash person with a job. Um, <laughs> but today's episode, I think, is going to be pretty fun. I mean, it kind of, we can touch on a little bit what I did this weekend because it has to do with our topic, but Jessica, why don't you introduce our topic for the evening? All right. So our topic tonight is we are going to be talking about our exes Um, (laughs) because I, (laughs) the other night after we were done recording our last episode, we decided Mm -hmm. we were going to text them and ask them if we could talk to them about our past relationships. Yep. So I uh, I put my bait on my fishing pole and I cast my net out there and I got back uh, three exes who were willing to come on and do an interview with me. So far I have done two, um, which will be released this week as bonus content. And uh, the third will get done at some point. We still hang out pretty regularly. So I know at some point I'll see him and and just force him to do this podcast with me. (laughs) But yeah. um, Yes. And it was really good. Yeah, really insightful. So uh, why don't you tell me about your weekend first, though? Well, um, for my weekend, um, in a little episode that I like to call, uh, the dumb bitch chronicles, I drove five hours to North Carolina where I moved from the place I've complained about endlessly, uh, to spend (laughs) the long weekend (laughs) with a dude, um, who never wanted to date me. Um, so I was like, you know what? That sounds good. A 10 hour total (laughs) there and back (laughs) road trip, um, to hang out with a dude who doesn't want to be in a relationship with me. That is 
straight up my alley on something that I would do. Um, so I did, but I actually had a ton of fun. I got to hang out with my friends from down there and we spent, um, Saturday on the river and then Sunday at a lake and we drank all weekend. Like I'm having a glass of red wine now and my liver is like, could you not? <laughs> um, but it was, it was a lot of fun. We have a lot of fun together. Um, and I can kind of go over like some of the little nuances of our quote unquote relationship, but that's, mm-hmm. that's what I, for those wondering, um, and I feel like I can say this cause it's once, Again, he's never going to listen to this. Um, he's the <laughs> he's the old guy I refer to. That's who I went down. The ah. one who's the one who is six five, who has the bar stools that I fell out of and got a concussion. Did I tell this story on the podcast? I'm not sure. I mean, just for good measure, I think you should tell it anyway. Okay. Um, so he has like a full on bar upstairs in his house that he built. Cause he built his house custom. Like the upstairs is straight up party place. Cause it has a full bar. It has like two kegs, every liquor you can imagine in the world. Um, the TV, a full size pool table and a theater room. Like in the theater room is so mm-hmm. serious. It's like all blacked out. The walls are black. The carpet's black. It has two levels of seating and the chairs are like movie theater chairs with cup holders and tables. And you can like put the feet out so that your feet can be propped up. Um, mm-hmm. It's like very, and it's like has surround sound. It's very huge. It's very cool. So anyway, um, that's, he taught me how to make Long Island and how he makes them is what he says is he's like, it's two drinks in one, but that's not how it was sold to me at first. Um, and he uses a full shot of each liquor in the cup and a Long Island has five types of liquor. You have vodka, tequila, gin, triple sec and rum and a Coke and sour mix. That's how you make, and you put pretty much a shot of everything. Um, Mm -hmm. and then like a splash of Coke, but you put a lot of sour in it to make it not taste like five different types of liquor. Um, so I was drinking those. I was sitting up at the bar stool and mind you, this guy is six, five. So his house is custom built. So everything is custom height. Like when I wash my hands in his sinks, my arms are like straight out. Like they're not down. (laughs) They're like straight out like a child. Um, Cause everything he built it for what he's comfortable with, which is outrageously tall. So oh his bar stools come up to like my belly button. Like, so they come up to where you can't just like, kind of like put your butt in it. You have to climb into the seat. And <laughs> so I was sitting up there and I drank two of those long islands. So kind of technically four drinks and I yeah, went to get a, up. It's a lot of alcohol. <laughs> and this was at my going away party that he threw when I was moving out, moving from North Carolina. Um, I went to get out of the stool and I fell on the wood floor from that bar mm-hmm. stool and I hit my head. And I hit my head so hard, I got a concussion. How I know I got a concussion is because the next day I was supposed to do moving things. And when I called the moving company, I couldn't remember my phone number, my zip code, my new address, nothing. I had to hang up. I had to look up that information. And then I had to call it back. I I couldn't remember anything. So I got a concussion. So anyway, that's where I was this weekend. That was the shit show that I was revisiting. So... 
Gotcha. Because, uh, you know, we're, ta- we're talking about exes, and my uh, go-to move is to go back to exes. Um, before we started recording, Jess was like, you know, we'll talk about things we'll never, ever do again. And I was like, well, I can't technically say that. I can say I won't do it for a fourth <laughs> and fifth time, but I can't say yeah. <laughs> I would never do them again because I, I tend to be a boomerang myself. So, you know, I think we all have exes on our back burner that perhaps we we might go back to at some point. Um, <laughs> but I also have ones that are on my no-no list. Um, oh, yeah. Because I'm an adult, and I say very mature things like no-no list instead of don't do it, you ignorant slut. No, um, I like the no-no list. That's what I need to call mine. <laughs> like, maybe that will work for me. Maybe that'll stick in my head if I'm like, no-no, Jillian. Just really break it <laughs> no, down. No, Exactly. Talk to yourself like like a child and perhaps it'll happen. Um, my weekend, I had a family in town, which was really nice. My sister, um, who lives in Buffalo came in and with the whole, um, horde of her children. (laughs) So it was nice. My daughter got to play with her cousins and we just all kind of got to, um, celebrate one of my niece's birthdays together. And yeah, just in general, had a good time. Um, my sister is a big advocate for crown apple, Ooh. and so I did quite a few of those. Um, and actually, last summer, uh, I went and stayed at her house for a couple of days, and she like made me do a whole bunch of crown apple shots with her that like I honestly can still taste it. So like now I have a tolerance to it, so I can just t- take those with no chaser. Um, oh my god. <laughs> yeah, it's it's not good though. Um but yeah, so uh crown peach is really good. Crown apple uh makes me want to die a little bit inside. Um, <laughs> so yeah, uh but no uh no romantic uh trysts or anything for me this weekend. Um I was uh supposed to hang out with one of my exes and grab lunch. Um which is is not uncommon for us since we're still friends but since I had family in town we we did not hang out um but yeah and then I got to interview two of my exes so that was fun (laughs) a little bit of reminiscing but I thought tonight we would just kind of go over some of our more significant relationships Mm -hmm. um whether it be because like I know and I know that you do too like you'll have a couple of exes that you'll have dated for like a month or two and then you like never talk to them again oh yeah um these are the ones that like you know you talk to or like you were with maybe for like a month or two still and like you still kind of saw them or they were like for a more significant amount of time or they just had kind of like a bigger significance to your overall dating history so I kind of came up with five (laughs) Um, okay and these were all ones that lasted three months or more, slash ones that after we broke up, we still remained friends. Um, but I figured maybe we won't go as heavy as a topic tonight, and maybe just kind of maybe reminisce a little. Yeah. I'm, um, I'm, well, if, you're, cons- if you're cool with that. <laughs> considering I, like, <laughs> was, you know... Literally reminiscing with an ex this weekend, it seemed like a pretty <laughs> fitting topic, so. 
Yeah, exactly. Well, um, I mean, technically, though, Bill is one of the... Ooh, I just said his name. You know what? He's never going to listen. But... Um, yeah. I mean, you could also bleep it out, too, right? You know? I, could, I could add some elevator music or something. Um, but <laughs> he's an ex, actually... The only reason I put him on the list for exes is because obviously we're still in communication and we've, mm-hmm. you know, been doing this thing, dancing, like whatever. I, I don't know. Song and dance. That's what I wanted to say. Um, I always try to use like idioms, but then I can never remember them correctly. Um, <laughs> but we've been doing this song and dance for four years. I actually had Snapchat reminded me that three years ago today, because I took a picture of my outfit, <laughs> he and I went to the movies. We went to go see Annabelle Creation because I texted him and I was like, what movie did we go see three years ago? And he was like, Annabelle, duh. And I was like, how do you remember? Like, oh, yeah, duh. You rem- yeah, I didn't remember. And I had a picture of the day. Um, <laughs> Who could have forgotten that cinematic masterpiece? Of course. Yeah, seriously. Um, but yeah, he remembers like everything but um we went to go see it but the reason we went to the movies was because we met at the movies because he and I started seeing each other and then he ghosted me and then like totally ghosted me out of nowhere and we met because one of my best friends was best friends with her husband so like he ghosted Mm -hmm. me and I was like um excuse me friend like why did he ghost me what do you know what aren't you telling me And it was this whole thing. Well, he had tried to get back with his ex, and then he asked me to go to the movies. So we've been doing this thing for so long that I consider him one of my exes because it was one of those, like, practically a relationship relationships that I'm sure a lot of the listeners have been in themselves. And it's just... A situationship. A situationship, exactly. And because it was so... Like, it's going on four years, um, I just count him. So, And that's who I saw this weekend. So, of course, it's at the forefront of my mind. Yeah, well, actually, one of the exes that I interviewed, um, Sean McGuire, who um, their interview was really awesome. Um, I will be releasing that <laughs> this week. Um, we never actually officially like put a title on what we were doing, so yeah. we uh, we definitely were in a situationship. But actually, as we were uh, talking this weekend, um, we kind of came to the same realization that you know, retroactively, we have put a label on that relationship and have decided it's now a relationship. Um, Oh, interesting. That's very interesting. (laughs) Like five years later. Um, (laughs) I know, I know, four years, four years later. So, um, yeah, and it was, it was a really nice conversation. Um, We actually ended up telling each other that we uh, loved each other platonically, which was really nice. And uh, we firmly believe that you should normalize telling your friends that you love them. Oh, a hundred percent. I, I, I would, I think I texted you that I loved you on Friday night or Saturday night. Like I definitely (laughs) try to do those things, but sometimes I do it without warning and I'm like, is that, does that make other people uncomfortable? I I don't know. Cause I'm a very affectionate like person. (laughs) Yeah. Well, I mean, I think this weekend too, we just like, we're like, all right, let's just stop dancing around this. We're best friends. Like, let's, yeah, you know what? So we put uh, a label on our relationship too. Oh, we did. Um, yeah. Good for us. <laughs> we did it. We're such adults. <laughs> we're so grown up. Um, but yeah, 
So I was just thinking, you know, let's let's do some more fun things. The world's kind of like pretty crappy right now. So mm-hmm. let's, oh my gosh, yeah. let's have some fun. So, um, and then if you get, if you all want to hear more about like some conversations that I had, um, with my exes where we kind of talked about like what led up to our breakup and kind of how we were after the breakup and just all those kind of fun memories and stuff you can listen to. If I haven't plugged in enough, the bonus episodes, um, (laughs) but yeah, so I was just thinking, um, so you have your list of exes that, you know, you think were kind of the most significant, right? Yes. Um, okay, great. So I was just going to say, uh, which one was your like favorite meet cute, I guess, or like the one that, yeah, like which one do you feel? Cause I still have to think on mine cause I am actually not sure. The two uh, exes that I interviewed this weekend, uh, I both met through improv. So um, I guess improv is just, is where my love happens. So that's, that's hilarious. Uh, Yes. And, um, (laughs) yes. And I love you. (laughs) I mean, Hey, wait, (laughs) that's the name of the episode. (laughs) Yes. (laughs) Um, so I, I feel like I have, I have two cute ones. So I I have top two because I feel like they're both like Mm -hmm. equally like good. So, so I'll talk about that, but I'm, I'm going to try to just stay on the meet cute and not go further than that. I like kind of like we break it down by subject as opposed to just like rehashing in each relationship, if that makes sense. Yeah. Um, so the first meet cute was actually my high school boyfriend because mm-hmm. in my first boy, well, he wasn't my first boyfriend. My first boyfriend though only lasted like a month. So he's not on this yeah. list. Um, but, um, this guy was my first serious relationship and he's married now, has a kid, all this stuff. Um, we haven't talked mm-hmm. in years, but it's just because we just grew very much apart, but we met because we were both on the swim team. And I know I've talked about him in podcasts before because I thought he was pretty cute, but one of my friends had a crush on him and wanted me to get close with him, um, Uh to introduce them. And it, um, that like didn't work. We ended up liking each other, but I mean, his story is that he liked me the whole time and was so excited when I started talking to him because he was kind of shy. Um, and I was like, Okay, that makes me feel a little better that I didn't, like, totally screw over my friend. Um, but I couldn't help it. You get to know someone, and you, like, develop feelings, and they have feelings yeah. for you, too. And it's kind of like, I'm sorry that that's how it's, like, working out. Um, but that was super cute because we would work out um, – well, maybe it's – I mean, we, it's cute because we were both in high school. But we would work out in the gym at the school on our land days – and he would, like, be checking me out the whole time. And then when we would have our pool days twice a week at the pool, he would always try to get – like, he would try to swim behind me. Like, he would try to line up so that he was swimming behind me. Uh-huh. Um, like, so he could, I guess, check out my butt in a swimsuit. I don't know. If any, if any of the listeners were on the swim team, it's not, like, an attractive <laughs> thing. Like, you think, like, oh, you're in swimsuits, but it's not attractive. It's, like, you're wearing that swim no, cap. Not. You're wearing – the bathing suit does not look good on anybody. Um, so no. it's, it's, it's not like it was, like, a sexy lifeguard situation. Like, <laughs> you, that, was, that was not what it looked like. But he, I guess, 
pretended, you know, I don't know. Um, but that, that was a lot of fun. And I remember when my dad one time came to a swim meet and was doing the timing in the lanes just to like, mm-hmm. I don't know, help out. The pool was kind of close where he went to work. And I was like, dad, do you remember the guy who won the race in the lane you were timing? And he was like, Oh yeah, sure. I guess I was like, that's my boyfriend. <laughs> and he was like, mm-hmm. I'm going to go back and hold his head underwater. And I was like, Oh, okay. I'm going to add five seconds to his time. Yeah. Seriously. I'm going to be like, he didn't even finish the race. Um, so that was, that was a super cute one. And then the other one that was cute, kind of cute how we met, um, Uh was the older guy who I've been talking about. And the reason that I consider that to be cute is because my best friend in North Carolina, like I said, her husband, he is the best friend of her husband. And so mm-hmm. she had been talking about him. We'd been friends for like a year, I think, before, actually more than a year before he asked mm-hmm. me out. And she'd been talking about him. And I was like trying to date somebody else who I met online. So that doesn't count for meet cute. And I was just like, no, you know, I'm not really interested. I remember one time I went up to go meet him and it ended up not happening. Like it fell through. And I was like, whatever. But then he friended me on Facebook and was like messaging me and then asked me out for Mm -hmm. sushi. And we went and got sushi and then watched a movie. And then the next day he invited me to a cookout at his place and my best friend was going to be there. And then all of his friends. So I met his friends and family the next day and we took a bunch of Jaeger bomb shots um, that he gave me. (laughs) And I had only eaten like a hot dog. So needless to say, my stomach was turning and I couldn't remember where the bathroom in his house was, but I remembered where the kitchen sink was. So I'm just hoping that folks can add one plus two equals three or two plus two equals four. What did I tell you about idioms? Um, yeah. So you guys can do the math though. You figured the, it out. the kitchen sink was the victim in that situation. And that was like, the second time he and I had ever hung out, the first time I was meeting all of his friends other than my one best friend. Um, and yeah, we had a bunch of Jaeger bombs and they were all very much like, uh, how old are you? Like, is it legal for you to be drinking? And I was like, uh, yeah, I'm 23. So yeah, it is. Anyway, those are, those are my two kind of fate and they're not even that great, but they're my two favorites. Right. Well, I mean, I think definitely today in, in the modern world of dating, a lot of people just say like, oh, I swiped right. Um, yeah. So like, I think it's always rare when you, I mean, not that that's a bad thing either, um, but I do think it's always nice when you uh, find that, that rare um, actual meet cute. So while you were telling your stories, <laughs> I was pondering. Um, <laughs> so two of my exes, uh, as I mentioned earlier, I met through improv. Mm-hmm. So Evan I met in high school, like, doing improv, and then Sean I met in Chicago when I lived there for a couple years doing improv, so, I mean, that's, like, I guess where I go to meet people. Um, <laughs> that's why you're there. Don't lie. <laughs> that's, I, uh, I do improv to meet, to, to find my soulmate, I think, is <laughs> what I have decided. So, we got to get those, those improv clubs uh, open again so I can get back out there. Yeah, that's the only um, reason we need things to go back to normal. We need the improv clubs to open. <laughs> yes. Um, this is what we need. Um, 
but you know they I was gonna uh, I wow I'm so rusty with improv I can't even come up with like some kind of bit that would (laughs) they they improvise their way into my heart um no okay so there we go you got it I did it I did it I did it um so I think the uh actually the most interesting meet cute that I had um was with my college boyfriend um so like we knew each other through mutual friends but this was back in freshman year of college I lived in Santoro, so any uh, CNU listeners out there, you know what that is. Um, and I lived on the first floor. S- Santoro, like, rise up! I for- I forget what yeah. they used to what they used to call. Would did Santoro have a name? I don't know. Did they called it. Didn't they call it Dirty Santoro or something? Yeah, it's the it's the uh, building that they keep off of the tours when prospective students come to CNU. <laughs> it's like the oldest one. <laughs> It is. It's the oldest one. It's, like, the crappiest one. It's the one that gets, like, the most triples in it. Um, And I loved every single second of it. It's definitely, you know, there was this myth that it was considered, like, the party dorm. But if I'm being completely honest, I was an RA in York West um, for for a short amount of time to uh, these freshmen who really love to party. And uh, actually, my little can attest to that because I was her RA. So, um, like my first night as an RA on duty, like somebody went and peed on somebody else's floor. It was nasty. Oh, Um, like I was never an (laughs) RA, but I definitely was one of the party people in Santoro. That's how I met some of my best friends. So, but I did, I did not pee on anyone's floor. So, yeah. Well, you said, so you said sophomore year, you lived on the same hall as Zach, right? Correct. Yeah, so we lived on the same hall sophomore year. Um, oh, heck yeah, with, um... <laughs> yeah. That was in Warwick. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That was... Um, I definitely it was also... Had a lot of parties. Um, yeah. Well, I lived with the RA, so I really couldn't... <laughs> oh, parties. yeah! Dang! Yeah. So, um... But, yeah... Uh, so anyway, I met yeah. my college boyfriend, um, because I lived on the first floor and, you know, it was like probably the first or second week of freshman year when everyone kept their doors open, um, oh, yeah. to, yeah, you know, like, like as freshmen be, excuse me, sorry, freshmen of 2020, you probably don't even know what that means. Um, yeah, losers. I'm just kidding. I'm so sorry about your college experience right now. Yeah. Like your situation actually really sucks and we're very sorry. Uh, please tell your friends to listen to us. Um, yeah, (laughs) but yeah, so we, um, so I had my door open and I was actually on like a Skype or zoom. So it wasn't zoom. It was like before zoom. I don't know what the other, it was, we had Skype, like Skype was a thing. Um, in college. It was, yeah, it was either Skype or it was some other, like, video platform. Um, but, yeah. Thing where you could, yeah, like, you could connect to friends. So I was actually on a video call with some of my high school friends at the time. And I was, like, chatting with them. I had my door open because, you know, I was just a welcome individual. And this, like, rambunctious group of freshmen walked by. And they apparently were arguing over, like, what was better, like, Harry Potter or Chronicles of Narnia. And this, uh... Sounds this about right. short little... Yeah. As freshmen do. Um, 
<laughs> and uh, this uh, this sh short little little guy, um, like was like, "Hey, you!" and pointed at me, and I was like, "What?" I'm on the phone with my friends, and <laughs> he was like, "Chronicles of Narnia or Harry Potter?" And I'm like, uh, "I don't know, Chronicles of Narnia, I guess." So then he came over to me and he what? gave me a high five, what? and he's like, "That's what I'm talking about." And then a month later, we were dating. And well, like, pro I mean, you, you had to That's date each other because you were the only two who would have answered Chronicles of Narnia. So I, yeah, I was like out. so thrown off by the question that I was just like, uh, "I guess." Um, oh my god! So yeah, so that, and I kid you not, like you story, had like, to date. Later, we were dating. I mean, that's literally the only way that story can play out. Like, I was yeah. genuinely shocked when you said Chronicles and Narnia. Because <laughs> that's the wrong answer, but I mean, okay. Yeah. I mean, I, again, want to stress, I was young. I was 18. I was fresh into college. I had my door open. You weren't, you know, like, <laughs> cultured yet, is what you're yeah, saying. Yeah, I, I wasn't aware of how things actually are yet. Um, but I did get a heavy dose of reality later. Don't worry. Um, okay, good. But yeah, that's, and then I don't. Here. <laughs> um, and then another one I met through Tinder. And then I don't remember actually meeting one of my other ones. Um, but <laughs> one of the other ones I dated was my college roommate's boyfriend. So I know at some point we met. <laughs> uh, that, I mean, hey. My college, sorry, my... Other way around, sorry. My college boyfriend's roommate, not my college roommate's boyfriend. Oh, yeah. I Wait, I, <laughs> I, I knew what you meant because I knew the story, but I was, my brain was yeah. like, hang on. <laughs> you dated, you guys. <laughs> this is how college? Jess tells us she was in a throuple at 18 years yeah. old. <laughs> Look, I was 18. I was new to the world. I had my door open, which meant I was in a throuple. Yes. Um, Exactly. That's how it happens. <laughs> we we found one other person who liked Chronicles of Narnia better than Harry Potter. That's it. And They're so the we only had to other latch one. There's <laughs> only we were three like, of well. you in the world, so glad you found each other. <laughs> exactly. We're like, well, we could either be, you know, just the three of us and have this weird, awkward tension, or we could all just kind of, you know, lean just into go for it, it a little bit, stir into <laughs> that skid. Um, <laughs> So yeah, um, so I think that was probably my favorite meet cute because it was unexpected and apparently I was very wrong in my in my meeting of him. Well, and so, then the relationship didn't work um, out. Um, I also yeah, blame on. Then, okay, Chronicles so you ready for the next one? I'm sorry if that was was too real. I think. Yeah. Can okay. you hear me? Sorry, I think you were frozen for a second. Yeah, okay. Um, yeah, sorry, I was frozen. I. I do have one more meet cute. That's the most dramatic okay. meet cute. And I've already talked about it, but he's not one of the serious boyfriends. Um, so he mm -hmm. wasn't on my list, but he's the one who followed me to the grocery store. Yeah, 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 yeah. You talked about the one that like left you or made you like hike a lot of miles. Yeah, he did. And... <laughs> yeah. Luckily he didn't leave me in the woods, but by the time <laughs> we'd hiked the 13.5 miles, I was like, I'd really like for you to leave me here for dead because yeah. I cannot continue continue to do this um and some people are like oh 13.5 miles like I could do that and I'm like yeah I thought I we were supposed to go on an eight mile hike and I was like yeah that'll be great like I'm excited about that uh, eight miles is my threshold so 
Yeah. I'll let everyone know when I've like passed that because I have a tiny dog who I like to take with me and her threshold, Mm -hmm. she can do five miles, but she's more comfortable at like three miles. So generally that is the length of hike I'm doing. So for me, I was like eight miles. That's double what I normally do. Like that's going to be great. And instead we almost doubled, double what I could do. But he saw me driving my car, recognized the bumper sticker was trying to like wave at me in the car and me being the aggressive learned how to drive a Northern Virginia driver. I am, uh, uh-huh. was flipping him off and did not let him merge in front of me. And I was like, sucks to suck and went to the grocery store, go into the bathroom. Cause it's the first thing I had to do. Cause at the time I was commuting an hour and a half one way for work. And Um, I come out of the bathroom and he's sitting on the bench and like told me to come sit next to him and he'd had a glow up. So I didn't recognize him. Um, but then we just started talking and then we got up to leave. Cause I was like, Oh, I, he's like, what are you doing? And I was like, grocery shopping. Cause we're in a grocery store. And I was like, what are you doing? And he's like, Oh, you know, I don't need to shop. And instead of recognizing the red flag, which I'm sure we're going to talk about red flags. Um, I was like, Oh, that's so cute. This is so romantic. He followed me to a grocery store and waited outside of the bathroom. I know now that these are red flag things, but at the time it felt like it felt like the most Hallmark movie meet cute. I mean, yeah, that it ever happened to teach me. You all about the meaning of Christmas. That's what he was supposed to do. Um, mm-hmm. But alas, instead, I just learned my threshold for hiking in the Shenandoah, which I guess is also valuable, but, um, yeah. Anyway, so that's, that's the, probably the most dramatic meet cute I've had. Um, mm-hmm. but anyway, I, I will just kind of plug this. It doesn't matter how you meet, if it's online or in person, it's not going to necessarily sway one way or the other, if it's going to work out or not. Sorry to break it to you. Absolutely. Um, uh, but I'll just say that. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I mean, my most probably significant relationship, the one that gave me my child, uh, happened through Tinder. So, yep. Um, you never know, <laughs> you know, it really, it, you never know. Um, and you know, I'm a big, I'm a big advocate for dating apps. Um, I'm currently not really on any. Um, but I do know that when I was on them, uh, I would immediately swipe left if it made it look like somebody was going to make me hike. So just to tie back into your story, because I will not be doing that. I mean, maybe um. <laughs> I should change my preferences. Um, Cause I feel like if you say you like to hike, they're like, cool, we're going to do a marathon. And I'm like, no, 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 no. By hike, I no, mean no, no, like no, walk no. around like a little lake trail kind of thing. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Like uh, for me, like a hike would be like sitting on my back porch and then going back inside to like grab a white claw and then coming back out. Like that, right. The know? hike up the three steps a to nice, get back in the house. Yeah. Yeah. A nice Sunday promenade, as as one would have. Um, I love it. beautiful, but that was a great that was a great question yeah. about the the meet cutes. That's always that's always the yeah. fun part of reminiscing is kind of that those beginning stages. Absolutely. So then another fun one to reminisce, and I know you and I actually have talked about this before, but I believe it got cut from another one of our um, bonus episodes that when we watched Twilight was um, mm-hmm. okay. What's your favorite? first kiss oh yes I think it did have to get cut yeah I uh you know I love a good you know first kiss or a a kiss with someone new so I figured let's talk about those let's see um my favorite one 
would probably have to be, um, and it's a callback to the episode where we talked with my ex, Zach, and Mm -hmm. that one is two parts, um, and it's like four hours of content, um, (laughs) and we actually talked about the first kiss, so you can hear Zach's take on it, and Zach will probably also come back on the show because Zach is friends with Jessica, um, Zach and I are friends now again, um, So anyway, that'll be probably a recurring voice. However, that was my favorite first kiss because there was such a long buildup. Like, I mean, we were friends for so long and I don't know because you lived on the same hall actually. So this is funny. Mm -hmm. Like, I don't know if you remember that we were the will they, won't they couple. Like if other people on the hall knew. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. And I, I knew Zach too, because we did seeing you tonight together. Um, right. That's right. That's right. So yeah. So I knew that. And then I think by the time you guys started dating, I was in Zeta with you. So I yes. knew both of you pretty well at that point. <laughs> uh, we were definitely like everyone. So everyone was pretty much waiting for us to date, <laughs> but they were also kind of like, okay, it hasn't happened yet. It's not going to happen. But rule number one, trust your gut. I just, Mm -hmm. until it made me feel bad, I was going to keep going. So, um, we were friends from August until February and it's right before Valentine's day. And that's when Zach was also did WCNU, which was the radio station. Mm -hmm. And Zach dedicated a song to me by Death Cab for Cutie, which is stay young, go dancing. It's a really cute song. Um, which they had told me to listen to like before the holidays. So it was like, so I, I'm just, okay. I'm just going to say like, sometimes the songs they play do are significant, but you know, um, <laughs> so dedicated the song to me on the radio. And I was like, Oh my gosh, I think this is romantic, but I'm not sure because we hadn't talked about it. We hadn't had the DTR. We hadn't had the define the relationship. So Zach comes back to the room because again we live right next to each other in the hall and like Jess said our doors were open like they were always propped open so that yeah. people could come and go that was like a very college thing it was weird when I moved into an apartment that wasn't at college and I like have to keep my door locked <laughs> um, right because I wanted to keep it open <laughs> yeah and like the usually the of the criminal type so um yes hard habit to break but Zach came in and was like are we so are we gonna they said like are we gonna do this or oh said are we gonna make this facebook official and i was like make what facebook official bitch because you've never like we like all of a sudden we're just going for it and they like leaned in like they were gonna kiss me really close and then my Uh sweetie came out and she was like i need to sleep on the couch um can you guys go to zach's room so i was like dang it the moment's gone so then we go to zach's room and then just waited for what felt like an eternity, like so close to me. Cause that was Zach's first kiss. And they were very, very nervous, yeah. um, which was very, very cute. And then finally they kissed me and it just, it felt like, cause there was such builder. Cause I remember the first time, um, Zach held my hand, put their arm around me, did all of those things because, mm-hmm. um, it took so long for, it to happen. So it's like the other thing, and this is the part that got cut out. Like we've talked about other first kiss. Like if you go out on a first date with someone and they kiss you at the end of the date, it just doesn't feel as significant to me. And so I don't, it's not as impactful. So I don't remember it as much. So 
I sound like I'm still deeply in love with Zach. I do have a platonic love, but I, I promise I'm not confessing something here. Um, if you listen to, <laughs> if you listen to shout out to my ex, you would know what I'm talking about. And if you haven't, I highly recommend you do. Otherwise you're going to make some assumptions about me. Um, but there was such long buildup that it just felt like the fireworks and everything. Like, that's why I feel like you feel the fireworks because it's like, yeah, it's like, it's finally happening. And it's so exciting. Um, so, and then we literally just kissed, like it didn't go any further than that. Um, <laughs> like literally all night until six o'clock in the morning. And then I went back to my suite and my roommates were like, where the heck have you been all night? And I was like, um, so Zach and I are dating and Zach kissed me and they were like, we were all jumping up and down and like, so exciting. And it was like, yeah. just the <laughs> cutest thing ever. And then the, it was Valentine's day. Cause like the do- donating, dedicating the song and coming to my room had happened on February 13th. So mm-hmm. then the next day when I'm telling my roommates and stuff, it was, valentine's day and zach like got me flowers and it was just really really fucking cute um so i'm sorry i totally derailed and talked about the whole relationship (laughs) um but it's just it was like such a cute time like that's one of my favorite beginnings of any relationship like not just the kiss but like the whole thing oh yeah 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 absolutely and that's kind of why i wanted to like go over these because i like getting the warm and fuzzies from them right like it's so fun it's like yeah and, you know, um, I did get, like, a couple of requests for us to talk about our exes um, through, like, yeah. uh, a couple people, like, messaged me and stuff. So um, that's why, you know, I talked about this, and hopefully people will find it interesting, at least. Um, or maybe they'll just kind of get some warm and fuzzies, or they'll just skip over this entire episode. <laughs> Whatever um, <laughs> you need to do. What about you? you? Know, I- Okay, um, I'm going to be uh, greedy for a moment, and I'm going to do my top three. Um, because Please. I was reminded over the weekend um, of, like, the adorable first kisses that I had with both uh, Evan and Sean. So, oh, yeah, see, that's why sometimes um, it's good to talk to your exes. You're reminded of the good yeah. things. Which, no, that's me. Yeah. That's me, the coming from the person who always gets back with her exes. So I guess take that with a grain of salt. <laughs> Right. Um, but yeah, so, and you know, you'll be able to hear more about it and you'll be able to hear, uh, both of their perspectives on these. Um, obviously like Evan will not be weighing in on my first kiss with Sean, nor will Sean. Unfortunately. Yeah, I know. Evan was not part of the Chronicles of Narnia thruple, just to clear that up. He, he was not part of my thruple. Um, he couldn't hang. He was, he was more of a Harry Potter guy. Um, Evan, I'm sorry if that's slander. I really don't know what your preferred (laughs) fandom is. So, uh, please, please do not sue us. Um, thank you. PSA. Uh, (laughs) But yeah. Okay. So, um, I guess number three would probably be, um, my first kiss with Evan. Um, and like we go into a little bit more details with this, but he and I had been dating for about like two or three weeks at this point. Um, I was his first kiss. We were, I think, um, but I'm not <laughs> sure I was his first relationship and we were in high school at the time. It was junior year and we were hanging out with surprise, surprise, some of our improv mates. Um, I, Hey, and, uh, look, you've heard it here. You've heard it here first folks. Yeah. Improv yeah. is the new speed dating. Yeah. Uh, 
if you meet an imp- improviser, they are DTF. So <laughs> uh, down to form a scene. And <laughs> go, look, you got it. You're on a roll now. Bad. <laughs> so bad. Um, so he and I were sitting in the back of the car and we kept trying to like freak people out by pretending that we were going to like make out in front of them. And so, so then he and I were like doing pretend kissy noises in the back of one of our friend's cars as we were driving, I think to like a smoothie place or something. And so uh, cute. So high school. We were like, (laughs) we were like, Ooh, we're making out. And then all of a sudden our lips actually met and we're like, Oh, we're actually making out now. Um, so it was just a very, um, adorable kiss and it was very fitting for that relationship. Uh, but yeah. And then, um, the next one was, uh, so number two was with Sean, uh, another one of my former improvisers, um, who, you know, likes to just get right into a, a seat. Now I'm losing it. I'm losing it. Um, <laughs> <laughs> they're, uh, DTF. Remember friends. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so, um, the, the two of us go into great detail about this because we talked for like over two hours. Um, but basically, uh, the two of us were sitting on the couch and, um, you know, I was sitting uh, reclo- remarkably close to them and there was plenty of room on the couch. <laughs> and we're just like talking and, and I'm like playing on my phone or their phone, something like that. And all, all of a sudden it was like, I don't know, all of their ancestors were just, like, swarming right into their body, like, telling them, like, that was the time. And... <laughs> it was, like, like, one of those, you gotta go and kiss the girl. Yes. Exactly. Exactly. Oh, my, oh, my, boy to shout. Okay, multi- I'll stop. Yeah, I had multiple frogs in my apartment doing that. Um, it was really weird. <laughs> The cicadas, uh, <laughs> like, if it was the time of year, like, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> They were like, she's DTF. Um, but yeah, so <laughs> down to fun in a scene. Um, <laughs> but <laughs> so, um, yeah, so they like were like, whelp, and then they turned over and just kissed me. And it was cute because it was like really unexpected and, and very enjoyable. And I think the first words out of my mouth were, oh my God, you like me too? Um, okay, wait, wait, wait. Okay. So I know we're going to get the context for the bonus episode, but it was, so you didn't know that the two of you were headed in a romantic direction. Mm -hmm. Oh my God. See, that's my favorite thing. Like, uh, when you get surprised (laughs) and you're just like that moment where you're like, Oh my God, you like me too. I just, I, I obviously like that so much. Like I'm making you pause your story Mm -hmm. so I can like suck every ounce of that feeling out of it. Like, Oh my gosh. It's, it's very adorable, and uh, we talked about it kind of in great detail how, like, Sean also didn't know that I, like, had feelings for them, and but, like, they just kind of went for it. So. Oh, my um, gosh, man. It's my favorite. Yeah, I know. Because, like, I remember texting, like, my best friend every single day going, does Sean like me? As I'd, like, send a screenshot of, like, our text together. Um Oh my gosh, you can't, there's, I'm, ladies and gentlemen, I've said it before, I'll say it again, there are no signs, the only thing that will tell you is time, 
unfortunately. Once again, yeah. here's Jillian, the bearer of bad news. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, um, so yeah, so it was uh, really nice, and uh, and we kissed on my couch for a little bit, and um, decided that we were gonna go on a date. So, um, uh, I love that so much. Yeah, it was it was very sweet. Um, but honestly, I kind of like this one the best. So this is my okay. number one. Okay. Um, because kind of like what you were talking about, there was this big lead up to it. Um, so this is with um, my most recent relationship. Um, we like, so I moved back here and we ended up matching with each other on Tinder in like October. Okay. Um, and then uh, like around Halloween, we like started chatting again. So like we chatted for like a couple days, like in early October, radio silence. And then we ended up chatting again, like at the end of October. Um, then all throughout like November, we were talking, we hung out a few times, but I didn't know what exactly it was like, was this, and I was too scared to ask because as everyone will learn, I am horrible at communicating things. I will preach it. Okay. Wait, 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 wait. I feel like there's a little bit of context with this one. You matched uh-huh. with them on Tinder, but you knew them. Yes. Uh, so this was this is um, this was my college boyfriend's former roommate. So I knew uh, him throughout college. <laughs> so yeah. So like we at least had some kind of foundations. Like when I agreed yeah. to you know meet up with him and stuff. Um, in person, uh, I knew there was only like a 40% chance I would get murdered. Um, which is a nicer <laughs> statistic for, uh, other Tinder dates. So. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, you're, you're like, yeah, I know so, where your basement is, is the difference. Exactly. Um, so we were kind of like playing this game and like, you know, I will preach it until the day I die, like just communicate and, and let people know how you're feeling and all that. But then when it comes to my, which I am the queen of also saying (laughs) and never doing. Yes. Yes, We are the Queens of hypocrisy. Uh, thank you for coming to our podcast. Um, so I like will preach until the day I die, communicate, communicate, communicate. I did not. Um, so like, you know, we matched on Tinder, we already knew each other, but I didn't know if we were friends or not, or if we were like trying to date. So then like mid-December, you know, he tells me that he likes me, but he can't date me. And I was like, all right, cool, whatever. Like, I didn't, I didn't like you either. So, shut up. so annoying, but okay, continue. Stupid. Yeah, stupid. Um, (laughs) and, uh, but yeah, so then... You know, we still hang out continually. Um, And then, like, we ended up having some kind of chat, like, late January. And we basically were like, you know what? Screw it. Let's let's try dating. Let's do it. Like, we like each other. Let's go for it. So. Okay. I like it. First official date. (laughs) You like me. Um, You want to date me. Um. Hug you want to date me. You want to love me. You really like me. Uh, So, yeah, so we got to that point. Um, So we had our first date. We went to go see Underwater, which obviously uh, cinematic gold. 
Um, and I've never seen it or heard of it. Um, so it's Kristen Stewart fighting sea monsters, basically. Awesome. Um, okay, mom. Sorry. My mother just told me to be quieter. Um, no, we have to talk about Kristen Stewart, AKA also still, we will never not talk about twilight. Yeah, exactly. So it's Kristen Stewart fighting sea monsters for two hours. Um, but like, you know, we like were holding hands throughout the movie. Like we were cuddling and stuff, but no kiss. Um, I'm like totally derailing because I know everyone is like, just got to the kiss. I will. Um, <laughs> but anyway, so, you know, we like walk around and then at the end of the date, I'm like waiting for him to kiss me. Cause like we had talked about kissing. Um, <laughs> and it didn't happen. Like I, I like went in for a kiss. We did like this weird peck. So I don't count it. Um, and I like drive away going, oh, does he still like me? Um, yeah. So I drive away. <laughs> then my birthday was a couple days later. And, um, and so he took me out to lunch for my birthday. Like I had the day off, um, even though it was a Tuesday. Um, but my company lets you have the day off. So I <laughs> went out to lunch with him. And we had discussed via text, we were going to kiss, damn it, because <laughs> it didn't happen. And uh, anyway, we get to the end of the date. Um, he has to go back to work because he was a loser job. And Yeah, seriously, so annoying. I know, <laughs> lame. And um, so I was like, all right, bye. And then we kind of just like looked at each other, and I got in my car because I didn't know what to do. And... <laughs> He, um, and so then as he's like driving away, I text him and I'm like, wait, <laughs> and like, I immediately get a text back and he goes, yeah. I'm like, weren't we supposed to kiss? <laughs> so you <laughs> did like, communicate. You did. You I did, did it. I did. I grew up and he went, oh yeah. So then he drives back and, uh, and then he's like, oh yeah. I, and like, he like is walking up to me and he's like, oh yeah, I knew I forgot something. And then like. He, like, pulled me into this, like, really, like, awesome kiss, and it, like, I liked it. I, I swooned a little. I'll be completely honest. Um, so. I love that. I yeah. love that he, I, like, he immediately turned around. He's like, you're right. He didn't mm-hmm. hear the frogs singing, but then he heard them. Yeah, exactly. So it was, it was really nice, um, because it was just, like, this big lead up, and I think it was something that he and I both had been waiting for for a while. Um, so yeah, so I really enjoyed it, and I definitely would say that is my, uh, number one favorite currently. I, I, (laughs) I love that. I feel like, as I'm thinking about it, I've never been disappointed in a kiss that I was anticipating for Mm -hmm. a long time. Like, I knock on wood, like, I'm not trying to jinx myself, um, from here on out, but I'm, I'm just now thinking of it, and I'm like, I've never been disappointed by a kiss I've been anticipating, but I've been super disappointed by those, like, first date, Tinder date kisses, like, mm, not my favorite. Those, those have been mega disappointing. Here's how you find us on social media. You can follow us on Instagram at thedatingjoshua, spelled out. On Twitter at dating underscore dossier or join our Facebook group, The Dating Dossier. You can also send us an email at thedatingdossier at gmail.com.
Keep sending in your stories for our monthly Listener Files episodes. And don't forget to like and subscribe wherever you listen to your podcast. And most importantly, 